Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to it on a Monday, everybody. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Greatly appreciate it. Lots going on. Lots going on. Um, show will have a different kind of vibe to it today, a little bit. Uh, Jay's got meetings and things he needs to take care of. He's going to call in here uh, at 4.30-ish, and then we'll talk to him. But in the meanwhile, um, a couple of things happen that we want to address and uh, kind of deal with. Uh, 402-464-5685, starting him in text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline, if you guys want to uh, add to the conversation. And uh, if you want to text in, you want to call in, whatever way you want to communicate. But I would suggest texting in today just because of the nature of the show and the content that we're going to have in it. Um, I want to thank the folks from the Mercado, Certified Piedmontese Beef, uh, for what they do for us. Each day and each week as we present this thing, uh, we're supposed to be out there Friday, but we may change that, move that around as well. Um, chance to get out there and, and see them and be in that space and have you guys come out there and check out what it, you know, see what it's all about. See what all the fuss is. And the fuss is valid and the fuss is, you know, it's worthy. Wouldn't, wouldn't steer you wrong. It's <laughs> a good reason to go out there and check it out. Uh, so we want to do that. Of course, the weekend news, a couple of things that the Huskers don't get it done against the Sooners, and then uh, the reverb and bounce back from it uh, being uh, the firing of defensive coordinator Eric Shenander uh, and what um, what could be honestly stated as not a surprise, right? When, no, Nobody is a surprise. Nobody's surprised about what happened. Uh, 1,200 yards over the course of two consecutive home games in front of your Husker crowds and Husker faithful. 1,200 yards of, 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 of offense uh, by the defense allowed. And so what happens in a different level of accountability, in a different period of accountability and, and, and whatnot, um, you have to go in a different direction. You can't continue to do the things that got you in the situation that you're in and giving up. 600 yards in average <laughs> for consecutive home games against, you know, your rival and a team that you should beat requires change. So Mickey Joseph, uh, Trev Alvarez, they announced yesterday that that's what happened. And then according, you know, for each thing, for every, what's say there, for every action, there's a, there's a, there's a reaction, the opposite reaction. And it struck me yesterday that, uh, it needed to be addressed. It needed to be talked about, you know, to allow everybody to talk about what was what was going on. 
And so we turned on the microphones. And that's a thing. That's a courtesy that we have. We don't have uh, a national (laughs) parent company that we have to run things by and go, oh, my goodness, you know, whatever contract's in play, this is what we need to do, or it's going to cost us X number of dollars uh, for the personnel and that sort of thing. No. No. The reason why the roster is set up the way it is is so that we can be here for those sorts of events and those times. And, uh, you know, as it, as it happened, um, we, we have an agreement that we will, uh, will be, will be an affiliate for Broncos, Broncos radio. And then there was a bug and a, and a glitch yesterday, which allowed us to actually pull back. So Tom Stevens and Mike Melby came on from five to seven and they, they 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 addressed as much as they could address and talked about it in the way that they do and it was greatly appreciated their flexibility because because of the Broncos game they were scheduled from seven to nine but they were like nope we can make it happen from five to seven if you're cool with it I'm like let's go so they came they came a running and they did their thing um, and I am greatly appreciative of those two uh, for for what they did yesterday it was greatly appreciated. But then after that, you know, you know, I reached out and I looked at Bach and I'm like, Bach, Bach had to stop by the station anyway. I said, do you mind? Um, you, know, you have available. To, you know, are you available? Can you can we can we go on? And he said, yes. He said, yes. So we did. And in the course of the last few months, of course, our reach has expanded a little bit because of the way we create content, so the digital content, the YouTube content, the Facebook content, the Instagram and the Twitter live content. More Husker, more of Husker Nation is becoming available, uh, becoming aware of what we do. And so when these things happen, we pop up now. Like it used to be, you know, it, it's a different collection of folks who are now uh, becoming available, uh, becoming access to this stuff. So we get a phone call. Bach and I get a phone call. And we were just having fun. So we wanted to – we talked about the Shenanah situation. And then I asked a simple question that in this day and age, because of, of, of everything that's gone on, Nebraska has the freedom and the ability to bring in former Huskers. They can bring in more coaches. More coaches, more analysts, more consultants, all those air quote names that they have for assistant coaches who are assistant coaches or not assistant coaches. But there's some freedom to do that. And I said, after spending time with all the former, with a lot of former Huskers on Saturday and Saturday night after the game, it was, we want to be a part of, like, we can help, but they won't let us. They won't let us. And this was a common, common thing that was being said. And. So I was aware of that, and I said, well, listen, imagine that each coaching group on the football team, so quarterback group, running backs, receivers, tight ends, linemen, et cetera, could each pick a former Husker or two to just be around the program, be accessible to the players, uh, kind of be a bridge and and, and uh, to be there for fans, right? Who would you choose? And so we were going through and we talked about quarterback, right? So I think the 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 way that the, the, the text line landed was Turner Gill and Joe Gans would be two decent former and I said, you know, I think Steve Taylor was a part of the mention. Like so that sort of stuff. 
right? Guys that just the current Husker quarterbacks can, and maybe re- future recruits, can have some point of reference to what goes on and how it should be done. Same for the running back room. Um, you know, different names come up. Uh, you know, it's always pretty interesting, right, what Husker fan tells you. We got to tight end, and we said, okay, well, we're kind of, you know, we got a dude. He's in the building. We probably should have Rashawn be at least be a part of it, right? Um, and we mentioned Dr. Jamie Williams, who, of course, Spider-Man, who played for the 49ers in those, in those times, right, that we would do that. And we went down the line, down the line, and then we get a we get a we get a phone call from, and actually it's up front. So Becky was up front, just kind of working, and the office phone rings, and she she comes running back here, and she's scrambling with the marker, and she's like, "There's a guy that says he's Johnny Mitchell. Like, do you know who that is?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> no, John, yeah." Says he'd like to come on and talk. And what happened? Next was passionate, it was intense, it was purposeful, it was it was a Husker tight end, former first round pick, NFL veteran, uh world champion coach in in a different sense, right? But here's this guy who's who loves the program and wanted to and wanted to uh, to just be hurt. He wanted to be hurt. So what then happened was as organic as it can possibly be in sports radio. That a knowledgeable, informed, connected person goes in. <laughs> and I had, me and Bach had no idea what the call was about, what inspired it. Or what was to come next. So the truest thing, the most honest thing that we can do is go back to that call. And here's what what, what happened last night here on 93.7 The Ticket. Johnny Mitchell, tight end, former Huskers tight end, uh, freshman of the year in the Big 8, two-time All-Big 8 tight end, and Husker legend had to say here on 93.7 The Ticket. All right, so let's go. It looks. I think we have somebody on the Honda Honda Lincoln hotline. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and bring him in. Who Who is this? Announce yourself. How's it going, guys? You know who this is. The one and only (laughs) Johnny Mitchell, man. Come on, Johnny. Johnny Mitchell. You look. Would you be interested in being like an analyst and being somebody that lays voice? to the current players about what's going on and what it means to be a Husker? Of course. That's why I called in. You guys was on live. I saw you on – I'm following you guys. I saw you on YouTube live. I said, man, I've been having something to say for the last five years. I was there. <laughs> I was dying to get in. Oh. Five world champions. Right. Listen to me. Okay. Five world championships coaching American football in four countries and I can't find a job in my own country. Hmm. Wow. So you tell me that I dominated and mastered my position mm-hmm. and I can't help at the tight end spot. Mm. Are you kidding me? Right. It's like a doctor going to school. He has his PhD yeah. in medical yeah. and he's been going to school and studying 
for 30 some odd years. He's not going to be a great doctor. So what you're getting is a bunch of people coming in there because the state of Nebraska is such a beautiful state. Mm -hmm. And football is a professional team. You get a lot of these name guys come in there and they only taking these checks and they don't care about the kids. They don't care about teaching them how to be young men. Mm-hmm. They don't care and teach them how that life gives you back what you give. All I wanted to do was come to Lincoln and help, and I was held back. I went and tried to talk to Ryan, Mike Ryan, mm-hmm. these kind of men. They don't love Nebraska. They don't know the tradition. They don't have the same passion that primetime Deion Sanders, one of my teammates, have like he had for Jackson State because he loved the kids. Mm-hmm. He loved football. I love the kids. I love football. I, I could only get jobs in other countries. I won an Earl's Grey Cup championship 2004 uh, in Toronto with the Argonauts. I've coached and won three world titles in Brazil as a football coach. Went 52 and 0. I coached any position. The only job I ever had my whole life was coaching football. Mm. And I come home to my own country and was received not. Mm. I reached out to the Ron Browns of the world. I reached out to the uh, uh, Solich of the world when he was at Ohio U. I went to Dr. Tom and I begged these men, man, give me a spot. I didn't know I had the passion and the understanding to bring men together. If you speak in dead words, how can you be followed? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a tragedy what happened to Scotty, but here's a guy I called when he first got to uh, Central Florida and begged him for a job. Mm. Did I get a return call back? No, but guess what? Who was out there with him when he was a New York Jet rookie teaching him how to cover tight ends, what signals to look for? When they put too much weight on their fingers, you can see, okay, it's going to be a block. If if, if he's leaning back, you know what I'm saying? All these things I was out there teaching Scotty when he was a baby. And all I asked was Scotty, hey, man, give me a shot. Let me earn my position. Because I love working with these young people, and I've mastered football. Mm. Listen, it's called privilege. When a man's stomach is full, he ain't going to hunt. Nebraska got to get some hungry Mm. hunters, someone that's hungry, Mm. that knows that, hey, man, there is no such thing as I will not succeed. There is no doubt. I watch every snap, every play, and the thing that I find out the most that Nebraska is leading is true leadership, true passion to get up every day and say, this is my job. This is all I have to do. I love doing it. The same way Ron Brown loved Jesus Christ, that's the way a head coach got to come in there and love Nebraska football. You understand me? You're talking to not just a great player, but a great coach. Mm-hmm. And I will get my justice. 
and this life for the next coaching football. But I've been shut out my own country. I can't even coach high school because they too sensitive. You know too much. No, you expose the fraud in coaching. It's too much fraud. And it's too many foreigners coming in Nebraska that don't love a, a, a Nebraska football. I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it tonight. Somebody going to hear well, Johnny, we're gonna we're gonna we want to share this. We want to share this. I love football. Go ahead. No, Johnny, we want to share this, and just for folks, uh, you know, when you're you're talking about two time All Big Eight, uh, we're talking about the Jets, the Dolphins, Cowboys, uh, just to name a few. We're talking about being a presence in several locker rooms, and that's known around the league. Um, and yeah, the fact that you 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 called in, and that you care. So let me ask this before we go any further. Johnny, let the folks know where you are and what you're doing. I'm in Georgia. I've been coaching high school football. Okay. And right now I'm sitting home twiddling my thumb because the guys that I used to play with, for some reason when they get these head coaching jobs and they get these positions, you know, you call them up and return your call. And as I told you, I have a PhD in coaching. When I look a young man in the eye and I tell him something, it's because I've been through it. Listen, I lost my firstborn daughter. Okay, I lost my mother. The tragedy and experiences that I've had in my life, and I'm still standing, and I love football. I have passion. Young men will not follow you if you speak in dead words. If you if you don't have passion and love behind what you say. When I tell you what I see is a lot of not caring. I gave you the scenario like Ron Brown. He's a great Christian man and he loved Christ like no other. And that's the kind of coach you got to have in there to coach Nebraska football because Tom Osborne, Dr. Tom, does not deserve to go out in his latter days to see a program with him and Bob Delaney uh, set up. Nebraska is a, it's the greatest haven on earth for football. It's a professional football state. And I got to hear these damn people around here talking about some Georgia Bulldogs. Get out of here, man. <laughs> you guys get you guys got to have some coach in there. Listen, it's easy to win a national championship when you're getting all five-star recruits. But let's see, can you put – listen, when Georgia State came in there and when Appalachia State went in and upset Texas A&M, and Marshall upset it uh, somebody last week. Do you know those coaches are legitimate, qualified coaches that take pride? And I guarantee the one thing that they all have in common is that you are a man. And when you go out there and prepare against other men, there's a such thing as pride. What I see a lot of Nebraska players are not showing that red hustle pride, man. Those fans deserve more. And I've been a winner on every level. Everywhere I went, I was a winner. You know why I was a winner? Because I believe, without a reasonable doubt, 
that we're going to misdirect. We're going to flow you one way and come back the other. You're going to know how to do fundamental football. Nebraska is missing fundamental football. They can't tackle. They can't block no one. They can't sustain block. And I see too many coaches teaching them stuff in fantasy. You teach them every step that you will make on a football field. When I teach my receivers, I'm harassing you all the way through practice. Make sure when you get in the game and they harass you and the referees don't call it, you're going to catch the ball. I'm seeing ball bouncing off the hands. Come on, man. You should be like a, a, a blind man for his whole life that can get around in this world because he knows where everything is mm -hmm. because he never seen the world. So he know instinctively he has developed other senses. Our program is not develop development. There are other senses. And you let someone like washing away over 50 going to my grave when I know I can help these kids. Right. Because all they need is motivation and direction and someone to speak what they say and do what they speak. Mm. Mm. It took me a whole life to understand. When I tell you, listen, there's too much jealousy. There's too much envy. Everybody wants the glory, but nobody laid a foundation. Yeah. Nebraska football has to be ripped a whole new foundation. And you just pray for men like the Ron Brown and the Dr. Tom Osborne that will go out and see a program that has fallen to the bottom. Yeah. Man, listen, when I played at Nebraska, we used to tell them, when we played Oklahoma and these teams, Iowa State, we used to you know, we used to say, hey, man, we about to run the ball, but you can't stop us. <laughs> hey, we about to pass right now, but you can't stop us. There was pride. They went all over the country and got the whole thing has shifted now. They got to get more kids in state that's passionate like I am passionate. Mm -hmm. How the heck you going to let guys get out of there and go to other programs like I was seeing you guys saying like Iowa? Yeah. How? Yeah. You get every player. Listen, man, when I was there, I begged them, please, Coach Ronnie, let me come in there and I'll do it for free. Just let me help the kids. I'll show them all the secrets. But no, you getting all these doctors that coming in there, being head coaches and assistant coaches, but all they did was look through the window and watch the real doctor perform the surgery. Mm. And once they get caught, they don't have no hole in ace in the hole. They don't know where to go. Once they get exposed, there is no step. There is no counter step. That's why it just goes sour from there. Where's the adjustments at halftime? Those young kids need to say, look, man, you know what? I'll get out there and show them how to do it. That's how I know what plays work. Because I played linebacker. I played corner. And when I drop a play, guess what? When they run the play, I'm like, damn, that play will work. But no, they everybody playing Madden. <laughs> they playing Madden football. They think there's some kind of, oh, man, uh, a down and distance suggests this. No. 
know, man. You got to know. You got to know when you call that first play, you already got a counter with the second play. Listen, some programs, if you just strategize, you can get first downs just with talent alone. Nebraska, you right there even with the pack. Man, we never lost to the Purdue's and Illinois's, man. And you still shouldn't. But why are we losing? Because nobody believing what those men who are already there, everybody's stomach is full. They fat. And as long as they full and they fat, they'll never have the desire, the passion to be winners. I would coach that team for free if I had the God ability to do it. But it don't work that way. Guess what? We're just handing out checks to all these coaches coming in, and all they're going to do is rape the program and get their money and say, go ahead, fire me. Because they are full, drunk with power. You got coaches, got DUIs, and they still coaching football, two and three of them. And we hire these kind of men. Listen, Nebraska needs, I'm not saying me, but they need someone like an Urban Fryer, like you said. Someone that can come in there that played the position. How the heck you going to really teach a position and you never played it? Are you kidding me? You need to have Turner Gill to go in at the quarterback and say, even if you don't put him on, just let him help. Say, look, man, this is the step. You make one false step, that defense is going to recover, and they're going to knock you back. You're going to fumble the ball. You got to get under that center more. Listen, man, you got to give everything you got every play. But everybody is full right now. Everybody know everything. And they guess what? I'm about to tell you. The bottom line, they are not trying to bring ex-players in there because they don't believe it. I used to beat up Trail Babbers all the time in practice. Well, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Johnny. I'm just joking. Hey, Johnny, can, let me do can, – can, can I do you – can I do one thing? Because I, I, I want – we have texters, we have listeners, we have Husker fans who text in throughout the course of the show. And in just since you've been talking, and let me read, just let me read some of what's been said, and I'll thank you when we're done. But here's what's being said. Johnny, I remember, man, I love you. Just, uh, Johnny, uh, you were the man off the field. Uh, Johnny was like a 4-5 or five lineman who could catch uh, like a wide receiver and block like a truck. We love you, Johnny. Uh, exactly, Johnny. Where, <laughs> where were the adjustments? Uh, this is a full-on... Johnny Mitchell love fest from Dion Price says, listen, tell Johnny, we love them. Joe Davis says, what am I supposed to do with all this adrenaline? Johnny just gave me Um, (laughs) the milkman says, well, I'm behind Johnny, whatever we need to do. I want to thank you for injecting this into this space because it was needed. It was required. I'm going to ask a favor of you kind, sir. Yes, sir. I'm going to put you on hold. I'm going to get your number, and I'm going to give you a voice in this space for as long as you need it until you can impact young people the way you want to. Yes, sir. Okay? I'm going to thank you. 
I'm going to call you as soon as we're done tonight, and I'm just going to thank you properly. And then we're going to figure out how to give you the amplification that you need on this station as much as you want. We're going to share this clip. We're going to cut it. We're going to share it. We're going to thank you properly again. But I'm telling you, up and down this text line and in these comments, these people love you, and they needed to hear what you had to say. Quickly, let me just say this. Tell my Nebraska fans and the Nebraska fans for the Big Red football all around the world that all we have to do right now is to take this moment, this is where the power is, right now, and start bringing some of that history back so these young men know that they just not out there running around looking all good in their uniforms, that there are a lot of Husker players like myself that dream, that would dream to be out there to help those kids. But there's decisions made and that there's people that can only allow players like myself and others I mentioned that can come and help those kids. Because, man, all I have in this world is my love and passion for Big Red football. And I cry sometimes to see, you know, guys laughing and joking on the sideline and and how the program is being raped. Yes, I use the word raped from all these foreigners coming in and stealing our money and from the Big Red fans. We need to get it back. And they did a great job starting with Trev Abbott. Thank you. Exhale. Take it in. For whatever was said, for whatever what what Johnny Mitchell had to say, right? Through all the stuff that's in play, that he cares about this program and this community. More caring about the community and these players and these young men and the, the standard and status for all this. Well done. Uh, we'll turn to break more old school when we come back. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.